Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Rodeo Time, the podcast. Um, we are at the NFR right now. Uh, the seventh round is upon us, right? Today's the seventh what round. What day is it? Seven. Yeah, today's okay. Wednesday. Yeah, we've got uh, two legends in the house, Casey Fields, Tilden Hooper. I'm not sure which. I should have said Tilden Hooper, Casey Fields. Which name should I say first? Definitely Casey. Some I, people have actually. I, mean, I think if you yeah. look at the resume, maybe you might be tempted to say Casey's name first. Yeah, but, but I, it just rolls off the tongue better, Tilden and Casey. Right. Yeah. And the hair. Yeah. I mean, that's no contest. We have to address that in the podcast. I, I realize this is the intro, but um, sometimes we have a long intro. <laughs> so can can it's can you address like had. just I'm I'm a I fan. like it. Yeah. Are you tired of people saying bringing up Dale Brisby's hair? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> when they when they address yours, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's what it's the world we live in. It's it's, it's maybe a fight I fight. Maybe it's something we should lean in and like get like a a, a shampoo. I'm Power Pro CBD. Power Pro. That's what I put Power in my head. We shampoo should we should do an ad together. <laughs> kind of like what was it? Troy Polamalu. Yeah. yeah, he did. What well, I can't. Well, remember they've what. got the uh, head and shoulders. The Clemson quarterback doing it now. Uh, Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. Dang. You could have. You could have. This is how you could do it. You could have like regular shampoo, and it's Dale using regular shampoo, and all of a sudden he uses Power Pro shampoo, and he turns into Tilden Hooper. You know, yeah. <laughs> just, well, now you don't even have to watch the yeah. commercial. Thanks, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the ad, the actual ad is so important. We we had our best for performing ad this year. Did you see it when I, with the steam? No, no. You didn't see that my my oh, Black Friday yeah, yeah, ad yeah, where you're in the, the where you're in the uh, trailer like the yeah the yeah and then I stepped trailer. away and the steam kept going it was like this crazy heavy steam coming out of my coffee cup and I'm talking <laughs> and then I walk away and the steam still anyway I'll send it to you after this <laughs> I've seen it it did All outstanding um, anyhow so um, yeah we got this is where we plug sponsors Power I'll, Pro uh, hey we'll develop a shampoo okay. we'll make that happen yeah Seriously, for both of you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Maybe even a conditioner or a two-in-one. I don't know. It makes my American hat fit better if I've washed my hair with Power Pro CBD. And then when I look in the mirror and I see my cinch clothes, I'm like, you should have a have a drink of Crown Royal. Dude. Maybe cruise over to Western Holler to get your truck tuned up. Who knows? That's, when you get done, cruise on up and see my friends at the Choctaw Casino. Yeah. All the money you went up there, bring it back. Stick it in your Liberty safe. <laughs> I would like to say that he had this all planned out, but that just came, and I can't believe it. I hate, I hate sponsor plugs. All I want to do too. is go to the house and feed my total feeds and sit in my Can-Am while I'm wearing rock and roll denim in my American hats and just rodeo. That's all I want to do. Just, it's just rodeo time. But for some reason, it just always ends up about money. <laughs> Turns Man, out, I have no idea even how to follow this. <laughs> Either way, I'm gonna give it a shot though. I'm gonna get my Power Pro CBD and feel real smooth. <coughs> Run around in my smooth area boots. Get in my Carmelone Ram. Challenge him to a little game of one on one. He is so kick tall. him in the nuts and run in my area. Not a good idea. In my area. <laughs> Give him a resist all cowboy hat and tell him to try to be cowboy, not country. Um, Just tell him, hey, you can keep this until you can find yourself an American. <laughs> <laughs> I used to Sorry, Mary Jane. Uh, <laughs> no. I was talking to somebody. They weren't wearing resist all. But it was like, I used to have a hat like that. 
Then my mom got a job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the other night at the banquet, uh, we were taking a group photo, and the photographer, I was just with Casey and Matt Twitchell and Jace Bottoms, handful of guys, and they're like, hey, uh, the, it's, the girl kind of got awkward. She's like, can, can one of y'all get out of here? And I was like, it, it's Casey. You need him out of the picture. And she's like, no, it's you. And I, like, totally offended. I was like, are you sh- me like no one's ever it's a kicked, resist not even once put ever. kicked me out of a photo and i turned around it's a huge resist all backdrop with team resist all in there anyway they weren't wanting my hat to overshadow there so they that's the last me thing out of there. Need on that picture on social can i get the hat tilden's wearing yeah. <laughs> Where can I get that? that's the last thing they need. Uh, no i'm friends with those guys over there so stop by and give them a hard time so anyways you got any sponsors, Donnie? No. Willie Sticky Rodeo Rosin? Yeah. <laughs> Willie Sticky Rodeo Rosin. Have you guys seen Willie on our team? Uh-uh. He's a little redneck mullet chicken farmer out of Maryland. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we started a Willie Sticky Rodeo. They He started it, but then I've somehow taken all the profits from the... Right now, we just have stickers. That's what Casey's no, doing. No, no, Rob. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like your yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he talked himself into me owning the, the company. So, but anyway, Willie Sticky Rodeo Rosin. He's that, very generous with his company. Like yeah. Just, Here, take it. I think Donnie has half. <laughs> I have half. Jordan has half. He has half. So, it's a big company. Half plus half plus half. Right. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, Somebody's got a third in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we uh, have a great conversation, all things bareback riding rodeo. Thank you for joining us. And now on to the podcast. Your bareback riding career. Right. (laughs) You've gotten progressively, progressively better and better and better. Well. I, uh, that's the way I feel too. I'm still planning on getting even better. You got to, there you go. Yeah, there you go. We want to hear you. We want ah, this is a much me? anticipated podcast. Wow. Really? This is exciting. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that feels good. I'm yeah. Happy to be here. <laughs> what, happy. uh, I mean, since we were already talking about it, you were like, didn't like people tell you like doctors, people with an education, not just like uncle Revis. Didn't they, didn't like doctors tell you like to be done? Yeah. A, a doctor, uh, there in Fort Worth, Texas asked me if I could do anything else besides ride barebacks and then, <laughs> and then suggested that I, I do that. And, uh, anyway, guys, but, uh, anyway, another doctor suggested Did it hurt that. your feelings because he wanted you to quit rodeo or did it hurt your feelings? Cause you don't think there's anything else you can um, do? <laughs> no, hey, I, I, I actually should suggested to him that if I went to school long enough, I could probably do what he does. But uh, <laughs> yeah. anyway, of um, that, I have no doubt. It kind of, it kind of hurt my feelings because I'd already been to a doctor that actually did my surgery, uh, a great doctor, Dr. Stokes down in Austin. And he had looked at all my MRIs and, and told me, Hey man, like, you know, it's kind of sketch, but I think I can get in there and fix some things. And if things go right, you know, maybe you can ride again, who knows? And then this, uh, jack wagon up in Fort Worth, um, he just, he didn't even look at my MRIs, didn't do anything. He just kind of, he wanted to take an x-ray after I was already handing him some MRIs, which I'm not a doctor, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. And, uh, anyway, and then he just came in and, and told me to get a new job. He was kind of a, like I said, not a very nice what a guy. Yeah. You said it. He's yeah. a anyway. Is, oh man, like there's this, you got this neck names, injury. Dr. Dossett's 
Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I've had a couple surgeries by him. Yeah. So, anyway, but you we're know. still here, and he was wrong. Yeah. And I probably could do something else, but I didn't want to. He's very blunt. Yeah. That's I could see how if he had like some negative news to deliver, it would come across that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on. Um. <laughs> yeah. That was, and you better be. You better be paying attention when he walks in the room. Like he's gonna be out of there in 16 seconds. He's gonna be like, at the end of it, you're gonna be like, he's gonna be like, any questions? And if you don't have it right then, he's gone. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a little slower than you are mentally, so like I'm just like, you know, and then he's gone. But yeah, you're here. Whatever. We're. uh, You've had a great. um, Both y'all have had good NFRs, right? Yeah. I've had a better one than him. Yeah, his has been going a little better, but uh, <laughs> so still a lot of rodeo left. <laughs> I've seen each round, but on the live feed, they're not really good at like updating us. Like we don't even get to see like who placed what. Really? Yeah, no. It's yeah, just, just like the same thing we watch in the locker room. It's like, well, we can't see scores in the bull riding. There's no room. scores. Yeah. There's no. Sometimes you don't even know what horse you're getting on. They're getting on. Like they, they will play that a lot. But like yeah. your ride last night. Like, during the ride, they're still showing, like, was it Jess climbing up? And, like, they're, they're focusing on, on Jeff, and he's and your ride comes across the screen. I'll be like, oh, follow, follow him. Follow. <laughs> that's probably all right after, after last night. Uh, that's kind of, I think my horse saw a squirrel last night. <laughs> yeah, kind of took a little button hook. Yeah, man. So, uh, no, I, shit, man, I feel great. And, I, uh, I mean, anytime I've had a chance this week, I feel like I've capitalized on it, and I'll continue to do that. Yeah. What about you? And feeling good. I'm having yeah. a blast. I've drawn a lot better than him and just doing my job. And 26 yeah. round wins. 26 or is round it 27? wins. 27. 26. 26. Yeah. Bobby Moat had the, the record at 25. I had 24 yeah. becoming it. Be suck coming it, Bobby. Oh, man. You said it. I, was, I, I want to say, <laughs> suck it, Bobby. Yeah. I'm just, just joking. Please tell me you texted Bobby's him that. Great. <laughs> suck it. Chewing your yellow shaps. Yeah. No, 26 is the new number, Bobby. Robert. Dude, I love the guy. I really do. He's a tough competitor. 100%. He's a tough person. Yeah. 100%. No doubt. Yeah. That's yeah. off. No, he's yeah. one of the, uh, yeah, he kind of helped pave the way for, I don't know. It's like, uh, uh, what, what was he? I know it's like the Wolfpack, and then he was in. The Pride. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Ryan. Him. Jason Havens. Jason Havens. Steven Dent. And then the wolf Steven. pack was Will West. I don't think they claimed Stephen, but I think he claimed them enough. Them and, and then the, the and wolf. he drove enough for them. <laughs> yeah, the wolf pack was uh, uh, Wes, um, Will, Royce, and Royce, Tom. and Tom. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's yeah. good to see. I, I see Tom in the most random places. You can never guess where you might see Tom next. Yeah, like yeah. I was day working at and at a ranch and just like. We're all like staying in teepees out in the middle of nowhere. And like I get there on a Sunday evening and we all hang out. And I mean, we're miles from paved road. And uh, the next morning, 645, right before we saddle, Tom walks up out of the mist. I was like, what the are you <laughs> Smoking doing? Smoking or roll your own cigarette. And it was like during, right after Vernon and he had just pulled an all nighter. And he was apparently supposed to be there the night before, but showed, showed up, up like right as, as we were saddling. Anyways, it was like the most random, like, but I loved it. That's Tom. I like when uh, Tom first moved to North Texas. Uh, I, you know, I have friends that they work around and different stuff, and you'd see them and they'd just come up, hey, do you know Tom McFarlane? Like this guy, like, and they'd all have some story about something that happened, like you saw Bigfoot, like, but yeah. it all started just like that. 
we were about to start work, and then Tom McFarland rolled up out of the mist. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> next thing you know, boom, pal. Didn't he lie about being old enough to ride in Houston? Not did in I Houston. make that up? No, you didn't. I thought it was to get his card. To get his card, oh. and uh, but then he won Houston. Not Houston. He won Prescott. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, uh. I think some some uh, some high school rodeo parents that he was competing against their kids in high school rodeo ratted him out and uh right anyway so because they would be mad that he was going away from high school rodeo haters gonna hate haters gonna hate (laughs) haters gonna hate yes they will man so what do y'all have drawn tonight i have let it rock jc katif 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 Katafi. I think it's Katafi. I was thinking JC. Yeah. Yep. Nice horse. Let it rock. I'm looking forward to it. Should be good. Semi eliminators. Are you going to let it rock? I'm going to let it roll, buddy. (laughs) What do you got? I've got a really cool horse of Benny Butler's. It's not something you say a lot, but I've got a really cool (laughs) horse of Benny Butler's called called (laughs) Tic Tac. No offense. There's a lot of really rank horses of Benny Butler's, but very seldom do you say, man, I got a really cool horse of yeah. Benny Butler. And that's that's no shade on Benny Butler. It's just uh, their yeah. style of bucking isn't usually the kind you're looking forward to. But uh, this one looks like he's in Did he fun. bring Killer B? He did in the Bronc riding. Uh, <laughs> is he one of the ones? He's about to run out of here. <laughs> is he one of the ones that's only going once? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I heard there was a handful that they're just going to buck once. Yeah, no, that that's a great horse, but um, usually here it's, it's his best trip is the the first one, and so they save him back like that. So that was Austin for you, huh? Was that the one and only time you got on him? No, I've been on that horse a lot. Really? Yeah. But you were a pile of points a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, no. <laughs> you only got on Twos. him one other time. <laughs> no, I got on him twice in Greeley. No, just once in Greeley. No, I promise. He spun and fell down in like 2078. Yeah, 78. <clears throat> My secretary's not that cool sometimes. I was, I was there. I saw it. I love it. No. You rode great. It wasn't great. How many was I in Austin? I don't know. Weren't you a pile? You, yeah. You were alive. One second. In thought- Austin, I didn't hear your score because my mom called and was crying and said that you were dead. And I was like, oh, no. This is awkward. Well, I, I, remember, I remember talking to the paramedic and telling him to get me off the board. Now i got to get this up. sappy Instagram post ready. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't ready for this. I knew I was going to live longer than him, but I didn't have the post hey. prepared. <laughs> what picture? Uh, <laughs> oh. Anyways, continue. I want to hear about it. Well, I can't. I ruined it. Ruined the moment. No, I, uh, that was funny. No, I remember I, I talked to the paramedic to, to let me off of the board, the stretcher. I didn't think I was hurt. And I set up and Caleb Bennett was right there and he had, uh, I don't know what that black, black cat. cat or something like yeah. that. And he beat me. I set up, I, I was like, Hey, how many was I? Did I win? And Caleb's like, no, I won. And I said, on oh, black cat. And I got a score on killer B. And he's like, yeah. And he had this scared look, <laughs> had this big old golf ball thing on my head. And I was like, that's, that was BS, man. It, yeah. you, you had to cheat. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just, <clears throat> Sometimes out. it's better to just lie to your buddies. Yeah. yeah. Especially in a situation like that. Yeah, just lie. Just, yeah. You you won. You're still alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you're the real winner yeah. here, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I saw Pretty Woman yeah. the other night. Hello. How yeah. did that feel? Man, that uh, felt about like it looked. She kind of got E-pin? away from me, and, and, and she, she made me pay for it. But... Uh, 
rank horses like that, you just can't stub a toe. And I mean, that sucker was doing all the all the all the right stuff for the eliminator pin. She's strong. She's moving across there, and I mean, just straight up bucking like that's a that's a rank horse, and and that's that's the one chance I felt like I had this week that I kind of let slip by, and I, I'd be willing to bet she couldn't do that to me again. I uh, I got on her in Mesquite in saddle bronc riding. <laughs> Wow. It was terrible. It was her first pro rodeo. Yeah. And um, she, uh, yeah, I was talking, I called somebody. She had come from some pra- college practice. She came from Jim Boy Hash up in, uh, I think, up in Fort Scott, Kansas. Up there. Yeah, and they'd yeah. had her at a practice pin, yeah, yeah for Fort Scott. And um, he was, I can't remember who I talked to on the phone, but they were kind of hesitant and told me what they thought for rain. <laughs> and it was like, it, it's one of the buck-offs, like, I kept the video in my phone just to be like, look at this buck off. <laughs> like she two jumped me and just, and I, I felt like I was riding pretty good that summer, but she did launch me. And then I was like, Oh, pretty woman. But I don't know. Maybe they kept turning her out in the very back in the set of bronc riding. I don't think she lasted as a bronc. Yeah, no, I, I think they kind of swap her back and forth. Um, funny story the day, the day after I got on her here the other day, uh, Phil Smith, Bear record rider won the average here, judge and stuff. He come down there. He's like, "Hey man, I've seen that horse a lot of times, and I kind of thought that was a pretty nice horse to draw in the eliminator pin until tonight. Golly, like yeah. that thing really did it." And I was like, "I'm gonna be honest. Before I got on her, I kind of thought I plucked a pretty nice one out yeah. of the eliminator yeah. pin about third jump. I realized that uh, I had misjudged what Ugh. I'd been seeing. And uh, if you'd anyway. asked me, I'd have gone Ugh, like that. But <laughs> she also looks like she has at least a hundred more pounds on her." Right she's now. big. That's not a small horse. And right I mean, now, she's 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 healthy. She's healthy and she she's ranked. There's no an, doubt about that. Another horse, um, I helped crack out in the bareback riding was Medicine Woman. Ooh, nice. Very. Wow. I, I rode Medicine Woman once in the bareback. How was that? I, I won the short round at Dodge City. On okay. It. Yeah. Well, how did she feel though? Just droppy, real droppy. Okay. But cool. That's what I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if y'all remember, but like Athens one year was gonna have like. 10,000 added and then at the very last minute they switched it and it went to like a thousand I don't, I don't know why but like but frontier stace uh sammy it was just like they had these like ballers from everywhere for like a thousand added and it was just like some circuit guys there and uh anyway whatever we all got on some rank or that's all future horse, horse horse of, of the, the year, year. many time horse of the year i would love to get on her under a saddle yeah 100 percent. i would love to try that yeah but you guys can have the bareback riggins yeah so. i don't want to get on anything in a saddle the only the other, uh cool water retired me then i was like done that was a tough year got on medicine woman and cool water cool water. it was like <laughs> i only got on bareback horses in pro rodeo for like two years yeah you drew good, really yeah, good, yeah. Yeah. really deep, <laughs> pretty stout. Yeah, right out. The Do you want to like maybe we could you could draw the rest Enter of you them guys for me this for week? You. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to I went to Longview and I drew Shady Lady. Yeah, you know, as just kind of a circuit horse that's like feels pretty good. You know, if you if you own a bareback rig and you could probably ride Shady Lady. <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm a bareback rider. You know, like I rode Shady Lady, and then uh, so I was like, I'm gonna enter Longview again. And I called Jake Brown. I was like, what's this cool water? And he was just started laughing, <laughs> and sh- and then Jacobs slapped him out for me. He's I came back to the shoes. He's like, "Man, I thought you were gonna die." And uh, <laughs> shortly, very shortly after that, because I, I was terrified getting on him, terrified. And then I was like, I- "I'm done riding bareback horses. Can't." 
Like, I don't want to be that terrified. I only got to get on that horse one time, and it was at Austin whenever I was about 19 years old, and my hand blew out right at the whistle to be a lot of points. But I just remember flying through the air so high, and, like, that horse just – but I, that's still to this day one of the rankest horses I remember getting on, you know. And right after that, this guy that I high school rodeoed with called me, and, and he was like, hey, what's this cool water, you know? I was like, man, that's a rank horse, like one of the rankest ones I've ever been on. And he's like – well, my, my wrist has kind of been hurting. I was like, let me stop you right there. If you've got any no in your heart, do not do this. Like, don't even think about <laughs> it. Like, it just is not a good idea. I'm not trying to be a dick. Yeah. I just don't right. do it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've, I don't feel like a guy should be that, in my case. Like, bulls, Bronx, even fighting bulls. Like, there was this level of challenge that I kind of welcomed, you know. Like, I would be excited to get on. But not in the bareback. But you just yeah. had to go. I don't. I wasn't good at going where you had to go mentally. I guess it takes. Uh, you have to have that switch. Yeah. Yeah. You do. I've always said that if there was one event that I that would be last on my list of who I was going to fight in rodeo, it was bareback riders. Smart. Like fit, yeah, smartest thing I've ever heard you say. No, yeah. Not really. Hundred percent. Like I just. Don't repeat that. I'll fight a bull rider. I'll fight a bronc rider. None of us want to fight. Calf I roper. Promise. I don't want to fight either. But if I had to choose, you guys are last. Kind of know that contact a little bit. What do you got to do? I mean, like, did, or do you feel like? To get into that mental state? Yeah. Man, I don't know. It's just something that uh, I just get on a bucking horse. You feel it, and that's yeah. when you turn it on. I don't know yeah. what I do. I like, right. I like chewing gum. Yeah. Yeah, just chewing some gum. Do you feel Before like you guys are... in through my nose, out through my mouth. I'm not just trying to ask cliche <laughs> podcasts. toughens you up. I'm not trying to ask cliche podcast questions. Believe me, I'm just, I'm just legitimately as a... I don't even want to call myself a former bareback rider, but as a former bareback rig and owner. Let me, let me say this. <laughs> I think if you got on cool water and you lived through it, you're I probably you're a former bareback, bareback rider. rider. Okay, thank you. Means <laughs> a lot. Means yeah, a lot. Put yeah. that in your bio. <laughs> I don't tell anyone, but one year I did make it to the circuit finals. Like I never say that because the only reason I made it is because nobody, you know, like there was like eight guys went to fifteen rodeos. <laughs> I think I had like a hundred dollars one. <laughs> but it's totally okay, you made it. Yeah. Should I wear it? Should I? T- I'm gonna start wearing that. Why not? Okay. Former. No, I'm not going to. I'm probably not going to talk about it Just again. get one made. Let's get a buckle made. A buckle? <laughs> <laughs> Preston Johnson. There you go. E-bar hey. I'll call him. Um, How many trips is this for y'all here? This is 12 for me. Yeah. Eight yeah. for me. If you if you weren't traveling with each other, who would you be traveling with? I'd be done. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. probably just stop, too. <laughs> oh, dang. I... I uh, I'd probably go by myself for a year, maybe, if yeah. I lasted that long. What is it about being around each other that helps you both stay competitive then? Against each other? No, just in general. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, it's like <laughs> no, that too, I guess. No, I don't. we have a lot of fun together. Our yeah. goals in life, not just in the rodeo arena, line uh-huh. up. Uh, we kind of know what we want after rodeo, and it's, you know, a lot of people, a lot of bareback riders – rough stock guys rodeo guys i guess you could say they kind of fear the day that they're done you know and i don't i've done what i needed to do or accomplished all my yeah. goals and he feels the same we're happy with where we're at in life we're happy where we're at in our careers and it's we're in the same spot in life 
He's got a little kid. I've got three of them, so he's kind of a rookie, but it's a uh, new. I'm new. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Sorry, we're new. It, it just makes sense. It's a it's a pretty good dynamic. We've uh, traveled together for a long time. It's fun. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, he likes oh, to eat. Oh, we good. know. I like to eat good. We like to eat Not good. A lot stay of at nice hotels. We couldn't right. find anyone else that <laughs> wanted to do that. Yeah, it wasn't like that in the beginning, though. Uh no, it wasn't. Uh you know, I I'd say from day one what I think is important in life and what he thinks is important in life has always lined up and it's never been, you know, the rodeo is something we get to do, but it's a real small part of our lives and and he's always known that, I've always known that and it's just pretty easy when when morally you're not you line up with someone like that and just you know, I, I'm thankful. I was thinking about it last night. I, I'm thankful that this entire time that I've been traveling and rodeoing and stuff out there, I've had someone that I can completely trust with my life. And that is, that is, you know, like Casey wants me to do just as good as he, he does, you know, right. and that's, that's not just something we say or whatever. That's just, I mean, it, it's, it's really obvious this week. You know what I mean? Like I, I've had two different occasions where Casey's been the first one on scene to help me, you know, on a re-ride the other night and to help you know, that re-ride horse was kind of tricky to get out, out on, you know, and Casey, he gets up there and gets on his head and makes sure nobody else is there and make sure something doesn't happen like happened to Taylor Broussard last night on the exact same yes. horse. And, I mean, I thought about it after I saw that. I was like, man, I, you know, feel real lucky to have someone like Casey that will just come rolling up in there and make yeah. sure nothing happens to me. And, you know, and, and it's just you're out there and the level of trust you have between each other and just the, the fire that you build between each other and, and the – feeding off each other it's just it's uh it's the reason i'm sitting here you know it's made me a way better bareback rider and it's taken my career to places that i don't think it would have went had i not you know i don't it may have i don't know but it, it wouldn't have been near as fun i can promise you yeah we have some awesome memories outside of the arena <laughs> right it's most of the things i can remember are awesome <laughs> <laughs> don't it's pretty easy to forget those stuff. yeah yeah um try to anyways yeah is there any like is there anything you guys like specifically plan? Like, do you plan like on a, on a outside of the arena, like any sort of like side fishing trip or like hunt trip or like, are, are there ways that you guys try to keep it interesting as far as like making those sort of memories happen? Or is it just stuff that just happens? Um, we try to plan a pack trip or a, we've a been trying to plan a pack trip for about five years now. Yeah. He's never made it. I've never made it. Right. But yeah. we're going to do it one day. Yeah, this spring we have to. Yeah, yeah. But no, like we we like to go on trips together, take our families on trips together, and then when we're rodeoing, if we have a day off, uh, we don't lay lay around in the hotel. We go go on a hike up in the mountains, go play yeah. golf, go to the lake, find something fun to do. Yeah. yeah. What's the longest you guys have st this year, for instance? What's the longest you went away from your families? Man, I I went eleven days. That's what I'm talking about. I'll yeah. say like 11 or 12 days, but that's one thing we've always had in common too is it's important to both of us to, to go yeah. home, see our families, and, and and recharge and then come back, you know. And that was probably over the 4th, huh? Yeah, I would say I, I think it had to be around the 4th of July. I mean, but uh -huh. it, like one thing we're real lucky with is during the winter, Casey kind of brings his family down to Texas uh -huh. and his grandparents are down there. And so, you know, we go to those winter rodeos and kind of base ourselves out of Texas. And then in, in the summer, Casey lives right there in Utah. And so – I kind of bring my family up, and if I can't fly yeah. home to see my family, they come up, and my family and his family, they all get along great, you know, and the kids get to play now, and it's just, it's a real fun dynamic, and it makes it easy to go home and recharge, because even if I don't get to go to my home, I get to go to his home, and it's, yeah. it's home, you know. 
It seems like a lot of guys feel like think you got to be gone six months a year, like yeah. gone, gone. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess you can if you're single and you just want to like camp out somewhere. Yeah, we've all done it. Like, right? I mean, there's a time and a place for for everything. But I, I I'm a big believer, and I think it's something that Casey's dad instilled in him, and something that I learned from from them is it's just it's so important to go home and recharge and see your family. And if it costs you five six hundred bucks to fly home then you're going to make that five or six hundred back pretty easy when you go to ride because yep. you're going to really feel like doing it you know 100 percent. yeah my dad stressed that from when i was a little kid just starting i didn't understand it you know he'd always tell me you get home every monday and tuesday and see your family you do whatever yeah. it takes and i didn't really yeah huh. and then you have kids it's like Phew, i'm going home monday yeah oh, i'm driving home all night sunday night yeah and i hit that utah border and it's like that foot pedal just right uh, yeah i hate it when i'm coming driving home because it's like it takes pretty much from anywhere in the united states of america it takes about four hours to get to amarillo and then from amarillo to fort worth takes about 14 to 15 hours <laughs> but once you get to amarillo you don't feel like you can stop till you get back to fort worth and it's right. just like it's a whooping but it, there's nothing quite like you know just being there to wake your kid up in the morning yeah. and just have them how's your little boy with them. he's 11 months old dang Oh, yeah, so that was all year that you got to really yeah, kind of experience yeah. getting back home to him. Yeah, and last year, you know, I tried to get back home and at least, you know, rub my wife's belly or something while I was in there. <laughs> yeah. I've been pretty much parenting for almost two years. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag you're welcome. Yelling at the belly. You're yeah. going to be good. You're going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> my kid was born on the same day as Elvis Presley. Fun fact. Oh, well, there you go. He's destined Serious? for greatness. Serious. Yeah. January 8th. I called Tillman last year. I, said, I asked him if he got his Christmas lights up. And he goes, yeah, blue ones, just like Elvis Presley. <laughs> Isn't it like, yeah. JB's awesome. birthday the ninth? I don't know. I think JB's birthday is the ninth. <clears throat> That's pretty stout. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I think Jagger's birthday is somewhere around there in January. Oh, Lord, that would be a Hitters. Quite, that'd be quite a party. Hitters. <laughs> Jagger, JB, Elvis yeah. Presley, <laughs> Tell McLean Hooper. Yeah. His name's Teal? Tail. Tail. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. I got some. I got a cousin named Tail. Tail Good. I don't know if you know. Anyway, cowboy. Tell Tell. I said hi. I will. Yeah. Tell Tell. Indeed. Um, what about the? I get I get like fifty, sixty messages a day. How do I get started? Cowboying. How do? I, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's where like, it's it's where the idea for the show came from. They were like, "What are we gonna make a show about?" And I was like, "Man, I get." Every day, people are asking me, for some reason, how do I get started cowboying? How do I get started rodeoing? And so um, I was like, let's do a show where we teach them. And, uh, um, but bareback riding is another one. So just like, for me personally, I just don't feel like, I know there's a lot of things going against the industry, going against the sport, and there's a lot of like things that we're combating. But I feel like because of the internet, we've got more eyeballs on us than we ever have ever. And I think that there's a lot of people that are interested in what we're doing and that are coming over. Some of them might try an event, but even if they never do it again, they'll become a fan of the sport, you know? And so there's a lot of that coming. I just get a lot of, I'm just curious what you guys think. If, you, if you're talking to, you know, somebody who's slightly interested in bareback riding, you know, what, what do they need to hear? Go, go somewhere else. <laughs> no heck no it's so much fun but do it the right way start the right way uh -huh. get get the right equipment get on a spur board get on a bucket machine before you ever get on a yep. live horse and make sure that live horse 
you have control of the whole situation. You know, you know your your flank man. You know your the guy that's opening the gate. You have good pickup men. Your arena's quality. You know that's really important for a young kid to have all of that. You know, comfort. I guess you could say before he gets on something that's pretty terrifying, and and you're right. strapped to him. Yeah. And if you start with the right horse, and you and you go through the basics over and over and over, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Didn't you have a horse you got on like a bunch, just one particular horse? Yeah. Oh yeah, Bay Rum. Yeah. Bay Rum. Every Tuesday and Thursday, my dad had was the college coach for UVSC at the time, Utah Valley State College, and so they would haul that little horse over there, and I'd get on him Tuesday and. I'd run him, not even take my rigging off and run him right back in the chutes and, and do it again. And That's funny. Same thing on Thursday. And he would follow the pickup man around. And if I shimmied off a little bit, he would stop. Let me get back on. Priceless. Just, priceless. Honestly, I, I owe that, like that horse right there, I owe so much to. Wow. It was unbelievable. How many times do you think you got on it? Oh, man. So. Mm. I mean, I feel like 50 would be enough to really get you started, but it, maybe it was more no, than that. I, my dad, I was really, really little, and my dad would never let me get on any other horses gotcha. until I was mature. And so yep. until I was 16 years old, I got on that horse from when I was 11 to 16. Oh, wow. So I probably got on him, I would say probably two or 300 times. Wow. Yeah, and it took probably 100, 150 to where I could spur him every jump for 10 seconds. Dang. And then, and then my dad, he kind of... Had a couple other horses. He got one from Mike Sankey, big old horse that had frozen off ears or didn't have any ears. They froze yeah. off, and he, we called him Bear, and he just hopped in a circle, just big old yep. nice one like that. And I, I rode that horse in Bay Rum until I was 17, 18, and then went to a high school rodeo. So it would have been – I would have been 17 halfway through my junior year. I started high school rodeoing. Yeah. And 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 I wanted to. I really wanted to go earlier, I and I was – thought i was capable of it but my dad was pretty smart with me and dang i bet you were back. so hungry by the time you got there oh man that's that's honestly I, I a lot of the success that i've had has come from the 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 control of the situation i had from a very beginning and it and when yeah. i get to the rodeo i have a calmness over me that i don't think a whole lot of guys have just because of the man. way i was brought up you would think it would be the, I mean, like someone might assume it would be the opposite. Yeah. You know, like, like Getting your the dad being the one. legend that he is, you know, yeah. you're like nine years old and you're getting on, you know, Virgil. Yeah. At nine, <laughs> yeah. You know, you would think, but it's like, it's the opposite. Total opposite. Um, we, yeah. we, we talked, we talked about that the last couple of podcasts, but like, I don't know how you guys feel about kids getting on many horses, but. We don't like it. I don't either. But I don't. I mean, Casey touched on something just there. Just not just the control of the situation, but his dad holding him back until he was ready uh-huh. to go made him made him hungry for for that. And I, I like all the interest in bareback riding that these junior rodeos and stuff are, are bringing. But what what are we doing if if by the time they're seventeen, they've qualified to Las Vegas ten times and already been out here? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. do you? What are you pushing for? What's left after right. that? You know what I mean? Like, and I just think, you know, the first time you ride at Cheyenne, the first time you ride at these big rodeos and stuff, maybe they, you should be in in the rodeo, you know? Right. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I think there's positive things to everything, but in my opinion, you know, that controlled situation that Casey's talking about really, really helped him. And I, I mean, proof's in the pudding, right? Like, cause I, yeah. did, I didn't do it that way. That's not, that wasn't. Yeah, me neither. That wasn't how it was for me. And that, it was no, 
no fault of my parents or anything else. Like I just, it wasn't really, wasn't an option, you know what I'm saying? And it just wasn't something we had access to. So it was quite the opposite. It was, uh, if someone was bucking horses and my dad felt like it, I mean, which he tried to control the situation as best he could. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're getting on Colts for someone that they're raising horses that are, they're wanting to be NFR horses, you know? Mm -hmm. So one out of every five might jump out there and really do it. And you know, there's a nervousness that comes along with that because you don't know, you know, you don't know whether you're going to stay on or whether you're not, you know what I mean? And and that goes on in later into your career, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I think you see it a lot in the bull riding just because it, it starts at such such a young age. These kids get conditioned to getting throttled and they think yeah. it's, they think it's normal, right? Where Casey had probably never been bucked off for weeks at a time, you know? And, and so that became right. normal to him, you know, whereas you know, for me, if I lived through it and didn't bounce off four or five fences in the process, you know, that, that was a pretty good day. But, yeah. uh, you know, one thing I'll say is I think, I think in our industry in the bareback riding in general, I think people have noticed and have seen the, seen the difference, right. in between starting like Casey did and starting like I did, you know, and Casey's not the only one that started that way. Clayton Bigelow, same thing, you know, and Cole, Cole, Cole Reiner, Reiner, you know, and now you have guys like like John Forbes that keep a nice set of horses around for those guys to get on. Down in Texas, Bo Mayo has put together a real nice set of horses that he takes around to these high school rodeos. And there's dang sure people that are wanting to help and, and yeah. do the right thing. And that's what I think is so cool about bareback riding is, um, I mean, you could grow up in the industry with a, with a legendary dad and, a, you know, just – born into the rodeo industry or you could grow up in western hills in carthage texas on a county road and never have ridden a horse and uh you know and and make a career out of it that way too it's 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 truly something that if you're prepared to give it everything you got and work at it and go about it the right way you can you can do whatever you want with it because it's a if you can try your hardest and you can make yourself flip that switch the rest of it we you can be taught how to do you know yeah. and it's it's just i think it's a cool opportunity for a lot of kids to to get a life that you know, maybe that they weren't going to get. And I, I'm not saying my life was going to be bad if I didn't rodeo, but I, I just really 100% believe that rodeo changed the course of who I am and, and, and for the better, right? Because you get around, you know, you get to meet Louis Fields. You get to you get to meet 10 Louis Fields. You know, I don't think there is 10 Louis Fields, but I've met a lot of great, great rodeo cowboys that have shaped my life over the last, you know, 13, 14 years. And, and I'm a better man because of it. And I hope that, you know, if if my kid wants to ride, that's fine. If not, I just hope he gets to grow up around this industry and and yeah. see the kind of heroes that th that there are out here to to meet people that truly ante up and give it everything they got every time and and go after what they want because that's that's something you know everyday Americans don't truly get to experience every time. You know what I mean? And once you realize you can do that, you can take that to any any part of your life and do whatever you want. You know? Yeah, yeah. When you figure that out, you can be successful with whatever you want to do. Right. I feel like is that how do you guys plan to take that into the next phase, which I'm not saying is around the corner by any means, but like you said earlier for any rodeo cowboy, that's something we think about because at least in the rough stock, 42, 43, 44, like if you're not done, you're about to be, we have so, a plan. Yeah. We're going to start a podcast. Start a podcast. We're going to start selling caps and t-shirts. <laughs> yep. we, might, we might get a Netflix series. You never know. All you need is a wig and We're some sunglasses. Huge social media. <laughs> We're going to get a huge social media following. Do it. 
If there's anybody that can do it, like you guys have so much more talent than I do. I'm, just, I'm no not, not, hey, I'm not no joking. I, I'd love to. I, I want to say it on here, man. Like we what, talked you, what about you're this. doing and the message you put out. We we love it, man. I like, appreciate it's, uh, it. Serious. It's, I love your show and, and the message that you portray. I it's appreciate good. that. And and how you were talking about bringing you know more attention to the sport of rodeo. Yeah, sure. I think you're, man, I think you're the tip of the iceberg. Sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. It means yeah. a lot coming from you guys. And it's probably not easy to, to do all the time, right? Like, I mean, it's a part no. you play, and you do you do your thing all the time, and it, it never turns off. And I, it's it's probably fun, but it's a job. And, the and only it's, time it's it, helping our sport. I really feel like it's a job is sometimes, I mean, everyone is so kind. Like, when people come up to me, they're so kind, all of them. But then, you know, every now and then they'll be like, for some reason, like, the more alcohol someone gets in them, number one, this is a target, whether you know who I am or not. <laughs> number two, I feel you. drunk people, for some reason, think that I'm deaf, you know, <laughs> and they'll get right here, and, and, but I'm always, you know, nice to, you know, but last night, it was just like, it's really, she was a little old, and it was, it was all I could do to get her off of me. But hey, I, I get it. Like when we so go, then when it we was go like do the Crown bit. Royal signings, they're always oh man, I can only imagine and at a bar or somewhere like that. And, and they love your hair. Generally, you know, they either love your hair, they or they want to fight you. And yes, some, sometimes you don't know, like by the way they're talking, like if they're fist to hug 100%. you, or they want to punch you because they're kind of just got a blank look on their face, yeah. and they're saying things that aren't really that nice, but they're kind of saying them in yeah. a nice tone, and you're. Smiling, and then it makes you wonder why they walked up. Walked up, like the, I, my favorite thing is, what are y'all doing? I'm like, oh, I don't know. We've got a sharpie. We're giving out some bandanas. There's yeah. pictures of us here. Are y'all famous? <laughs> well, if you had to ask, probably not in your circle, but <laughs> right. but maybe in some circles. I don't know. Exactly. I mean, someone we we didn't just come over here on our own and set up and start trying to give you guys free <laughs> yeah. stuff. You right. Know, like, yeah, I mean, somebody paid us to be if here. If you don't want our autograph, don't come over here you and make me feel like I got to ask you if you want it. Dude, you know what I mean? Like They walk over and they're like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are either. <laughs> Do you walk up to all strangers and announce that you don't know this them? This is a real thing that happened to Wes Silcox and I the other night. We're standing there. This guy walks up. He's like, well, I always wanted to meet somebody famous. I'm probably more famous than y'all. He's <laughs> like, well, why are you standing here talking to us? Then his girlfriend walks up. She's like, he's my ATM. You know, dare to dare to dare. He's yeah. a nice guy. They're both hammered, you know. He's like, I am a nice guy. But the other, I, except that one time when I wasn't nice to her, but I went to jail for five days and, and I got it all worked out. And she's like, yeah. And then he bought me this ring, so it's okay. <laughs> and then he just like looks back at us and he's like, I'm probably more famous than y'all and walks off. And about that time, this 70-year-old lady pushing a trash can rolls by and just looks at me and Wes and goes, well, at least you are famous for something. And I'm just like, man, I'm sure glad we came over here for an hour to get made fun of. And it was also the night that Pretty Woman just kind of handed me my stuff out there for everybody. I was, like, I was on an emotional roller coaster that night. Thank y'all. Glad to be here. I'll be here all week. Yeah, last night a guy was like, who the f are you? As he's holding up the camera, I said, "Well, sir, I'm I'm the guy taking a picture with your wife." <laughs> she's like under my arm. She's under like he was mad. He was like, "Hold it, who the f are you?" And I was like, "I'm I'm the guy taking a picture." With. I was ask your wife. Yeah, ask her. Yeah, she'll <laughs> educate you. Yeah, I said, "Thank you, ma'am. Stop texting me so late." It was, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's and and most people like they might just be a little bit socially awkward. 
But then like alcohol just intensifies it. Yeah. And yeah. like you said earlier, nine, 99% of the people are great. And it's oh, awesome. Dude. And it's, it's, it's a really cool feeling to have anyone even be interested in what you're doing. But it's, it's always so confusing like when people walk up and just start harassing you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what to do right No here. one made you come over here. Yeah. But then like, yeah. Then somebody yelled my name like right after that. And I'm like, what? And then it's like. A little nine-year-old boy with his eyes. And I'm just like, oh, what's your Venmo? I want to send you money. You know, like, you're just so grateful. No, I don't know. It's, it's, it's been fun out here. But, yeah, I just try to be careful late at night. That's really it. You know, during the day, 100%, everything's great. But, but they probably don't do a lot of Crown Royal signings at, you know, 11 in the morning. Yeah, not not many. <laughs> we have done a few liquor store appearances around noon, and a liquor store in Houston at about noon. You know, just crazy things you can see. In yeah, I could imagine. I sat out in the parking lot for the hour and just watched the people go in and out, and it was pretty dang good entertainment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People bring their families in to meet till the nine year old taking a picture. In a liquor store next in the liquor store. Oh. Done. I you never got, knew people shopped in a liquor store. Like I, like I thought you just run in, grab <laughs> yeah. a bottle of Crown Royal, and try to get out before anyone saw you. You know, and then yeah. uh, then you see people walk in and get a get a shopping cart and they fill it up and then they come by. And one thing I learned over the years is they come by and you're like, "Hey, where's the party?" And then they look at you like, "There's no party. This is." Yeah, it's this, Tuesday. This is Tuesday. I'm just restocking, and yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. all right. Sorry. I am in a liquor store. You're having a frat party. Yeah. You're 75 years old. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Donnie is a, a young, aspiring <sighs> bronc rider. How many have you been on, Donnie? I don't know. Probably, probably around 75. Yeah, somewhere 85. In somewhere in there. Getting about that point where you start to lose count. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe I 10 bet. rodeos. Yeah, I probably went to about 10 this A summer. dozen, maybe? Yeah, somewhere um, in there. Do you tell people when you go, like, this isn't my first rodeo, it's my 12th? Uh, no. I, you should. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I feel, like, I feel like two rodeos is an extremely <laughs> low number. <laughs> That's <laughs> to know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and we've experienced that. Oh, you know, yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. It was, we were talking about that quote, and it was like, it was like your second. Donnie. He was like, hey, man, you, you want to come with me? And I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I entered that one, and you were like, didn't know if you are going to be able to go. And I was like, well, should I turn out? <laughs> and you were like, no, why would you do that? I was like, I've never done this before. I'd like. He got on his first rodeo in a Netflix show. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. 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 And uh, that was part of the deal. They followed him through, you know, um, getting on. So which rodeo was it? Henrietta, Henrietta. Texas nice. champion rodeo. Nice. And, uh, I've never been there. It's, oh, it's I a neat it. Amy rodeo. If super you could have named off just any, just about any other one, I was going to be like, if it's a, a Texas rodeo. <laughs> yeah. On that one. Champ there. Champ there. Champ there. The <laughs> yeah. They you wanted him about honey grove or Wright city or something like that. They wanted him to go through this ladder process of like, progressing before he went to his first rodeo which is you know true kind of like what you were talking about but they wanted to speed it up and uh for the <laughs> so show they could film it. So they could film it. <laughs> and we we i got him on uh the horse is called bay feathers it's one of stases that just was on the edge you know and boogie was like yeah i'll send you these three that we don't want to send to mexico but they had some off trips well when they're at my house um they uh they just sit 
in a field in a little little trap. They get fed very well. Total feeds plug, and then we trot them across <laughs> and buck them. So like, bay feathers out of painted feathers. feathers. Yeah. If he's got a good trip in him, you know. He had had like some mediocre trips with us. Uh-huh. Well, then leading up to Netflix, maybe he'd had a few weeks off and he had a painted feather trip with Donnie <laughs> during the show. No flank. I just put the flank on it. We don't pull it, you know, just to give him something to crow hop at because that had been his normal, you know, just a good practice trip yeah. with no flank. Well, he just kind of like turned into painted feather for some reason. It's funny how that happens sometimes. Jumped and kicked and bucked Donnie off. Like it was the raddest buck off we've had. Yeah, on the beaches. I, I that I've ever had for sure. It yeah, flying cool. through the air. Like, there's nine Netflix cameras on him. <laughs> he, just, he hits the ground. From and, every angle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He Slow hits motion. the ground and, like, rolls under the panel. And uh, I come over there, and he is cussing. And there's just one scene where and they're bleeping everything out. And I'm like, Donnie, you got to stop saying the F word. <laughs> We're not going to be able to use that. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. And they put that, that in there. Yeah, yeah they're like, Donnie, you're going to have to stop saying hey, the F word. It's hard. You get that adrenaline going, bucking oh, horses. Yeah. It's really hard not to say the F word. And I'm, I'm trying to work on it. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing that great, but I'm, I'm getting better. Donnie, I say all that. I just got rabbit hole, but yeah. we got two champs here. <laughs> Eight times, 13 times. Did you say 13? 12. 12. Uh, don't give him any extra, right, Tilden? No. Don't. <laughs> he doesn't need any extra accomplishments. All the ones we have is plenty. <laughs> what do you? What do you? You have any questions? For um, yeah, I guess both of you guys have had to come back from pretty big injuries. Like, what's one? What? What's the guy got to be like? What's your mentality got to be like coming back from that? Sometimes uh, injuries are pretty awesome. It sucks at the time. It hurts, but the time home with your family, the time getting ready again and my dad he said you know this has happened for a reason maybe you're going to leave the rodeo and get a head on die you know but uh if you use that time wisely and, and take full opportunity of it and you come back stronger than before you got hurt and you really push yourself you come back stronger every time every time and that's it's, i mean yeah that's something your dad uh, the very first injury i had was a broken collarbone on a dirt bike behind Casey's house and uh, <laughs> anyway we tried to hey, hide watch it. this we get camera hide. ready <laughs> I'll just never forget like the day before Louie was there and he's telling Casey how stupid these dirt bikes were and everything and then I broke my collarbone we're waiting the next day I'm gonna have surgery Dr. Pepper Murray's rock star there we should, uh, if we had time we should tell that whole story, <laughs> <The> whole story. <laughs> uh, please do yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway real good so <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll be as fast as I can but uh I ain't got yeah, no everybody order. was like Casey Chandler bounds, Chris Roundy. These guys are all on these dirt bikes. They're, they're ramping stuff. Like it's seriously, they could have jumped a pickup these ramps they were hitting. And like Casey, bikes. Casey's they're real good on a dirt bike. Chandler fast. is, is a uh, fearless and, and no one told him he's not quite as good at Casey on a dirt bike, but he, he goes at everything and it was awesome. You remember like how he'd land that thing and just kind of bounce and then he'd hang on to it, ride it out, you know, and Roundy, same thing. And, there's a, I think, I think Nevada Newman, there Parker was a Bredding, pile like, of guys. There was just day. like a pile of of eighteen year old bull riders this? there. This, oh, they're eighteen. Yeah, so like, like they're young. Like yeah, I mean, they're just stopped and staying at Casey's house. I think Court Shear was there. Like we'd been kind of started out having us a day, you know, and uh, pretty rowdy. Everybody, they're jumping stuff, and all these guys are like, "Man, that's so cool!" Like, can you do that? And I'm like, "No, ah. me and him, we're in the house hanging out, and we hear the bikes bop bop, and I go out there, I was like." No, no, none of them were wearing helmets. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. 
no, no, no. You got to put helmets on. Yeah. Here comes Chandler on up the driveway, third gear. I bet you he's going 50, 60 on one wheel, and it's just he ain't controlling <laughs> it at all. And he just he sets it down in the front tire, barks, and he does this. <laughs> like, see that? See yeah. that? Yeah. So That's a, that was Chandler's signature move. Like, anytime he did anything, he's like breaking his neck to look around and make sure someone saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so where they get helmets on, and everybody's like, "Man, Dylan, you you ride a bike? You ride a bike?" And he's like, yeah, man. I just kept on. I was like, no, no, I don't. Because I really had never, I mean, I might have ridden a dirt bike two, three times before that. And it was probably a Casey's pit bike, like the little 110 or whatever, you know. Fifty. Like after after lunch, after everything kind of cooled off and everybody went inside for a second, I was like, I'm going to go get some practice laps in real quick. and maybe, Maybe I'll show off a little bit. So I go up by myself and I'm cruising around, me and Court Shear and, and Court was just a little bit better than me, and I, I didn't think. I, in my mind, I just remember thinking, like, I live here all the time around these dirt bikes with Casey. He's good. I should be good. Court's from the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. Yeah, like he shouldn't be better than me at this. Like this is bugging me, you know. And so, like, I kind of start getting a little, little, little uh, braver and braver. And then finally, Casey comes up there, and it, like, there's a little, a little track right behind your house, and uh-huh. he's like, "Hey, uh, you need to put a helmet on. Like, you're getting to go and kind of fast, you know." And I'm like, "All right." And there's this kind of little tabletop deal and court got where he could just hit it and, and fly over it you yeah. know and, and not like 40 footer yeah not but very dang high. but yeah. not like way high in there like and 10 feet and, anyway so i get i get going around there and i'm gonna do it you know and i, I think maybe i almost made it across one time and, and and i'm like hey get get the camera out let's let's video this you know <laughs> and i think so i did it again and like almost made it in case he didn't get it on camera and so i'm like all right i'm gonna go again and this time i mean like the third time i just remember going straight at it and going fast and then i got kind of close and i was like I, i'm going way too fast <laughs> so i just let off the gas which i know nothing about dirt bikes and so apparently that makes your back wheel stop spinning and just kicks you forward so whenever i came off it just i mean the front end of this thing just drops out from underneath <laughs> me and i come up about two foot short on the flat ground and just bounce on the front front Ooh, tire over the it, whole thing it yanks me down, and I'm, like, rolling on the front tire, and I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm, I'm maybe going to make it. And then this thing just goes out from underneath me, lights out. Like, I mean, face hits the ground, and I'm just like, wow. I'll let Casey take it like from here. A, a stiff board, like, arms to a side. Like, you know when someone gets knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full scorpion. But he's sliding. <laughs> sliding on his head. Like, oh, I, it I ripped my pants there. off of me, threw my – Prize shoes off. Yeah, Back when wearing Sperry's was a thing, like it just blew me out of my yeah. Sperry's. I get there, the helmet's on sideways. And I'm like yanking it on straight. And I'm like, hey, in your nose, out your mouth. In your nose, out your mouth. I just remember coming to and all I could hear. And this, I'd, I'd like to say this is the only time I've ever came to and heard Casey going, in through your nose, out through your mouth. Like Casey can talk like you out. Like he was giving you a he, massage. He can, talk you out of, he can talk you out of being knocked out. He's done it to me a couple times. You just kind of open your eyes and you're going... <laughs> like he's putting scented stuff yeah. in front of you before like, a massage. It's not just me. I've seen him do it to other people. He's, he's special. So he, he, he wakes up. He's like, hey, man. All right. I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, get my Sperry's. Blew me out of my damn Sperry's. <laughs> so, Gotta get those back. <laughs> I mean, road rash down his whole side. I'm nervous to call Miss Patty his mom. She's going to be pissed off at me. And so we're going to take care of this ourselves. We used to travel with this guy that his shoulder come out all the time. And so he's like, so he's the expert. Well, it was Jesse Davis. We, yeah. And we never put it back in. We just, he had a shoulder that came out. So we were like, and we had to go to Logandale the next day. I had a pretty good horse down there. And so like before we ever cleaned the dirt off of me, we're like, Hey, I'll 
I'll be able to put Jesse's shoulder brace on. We'll go down there and ride. Duh, duh, duh. So is your free arm? Yeah. And so gotcha. Court Shear, he's there. He's like, well, hey, I've been doing physical therapy with this guy down in Payson. Uh, he could probably put it in for you. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm going to go get a shower, and then we're going to go to town. And so when I'm in the shower. So you're not in a lot of pain. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it kind of hurt. I, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, have it's you ever bloody. broken your collarbone? Three times. Okay, so it's not the most excruciating pain, but right. it's a really weird feeling. you know? Right, 100%. So anyway, I, I go get in the shower and go to clean it up. And I'm like, in Casey's shower, there's a big ledge and a window right there. And I'm like, man, I've seen Lethal Weapon. Like, I could probably do this. And so, <laughs> so like, I reach up there and grab a hold of this thing and just set back as hard as I can. I've seen Lethal Weapon. <laughs> and when I do, I mean excruciating pain absolutely I, I hit the ground in the shower i'm squealing get up and i walk out of the and everybody's like are you all right i was like uh yeah i, I tried to put it back in myself so then casey and court and i go down to this physical therapist <laughs> we, we just all go in his office and we're all sitting there and he comes in he's like so what happened we tell him and we're like i'm just like i just need you to put this back in i'm gonna go ride tomorrow and everything's gonna be fine you know and he's just like nodding his head just looking like what in the hell you know and yeah and he he's like well take your take your shirt off let me look at you and i'm like he kind of examines everything and he goes well you did a great job putting your shoulder back in because it's not out but your collarbone is broken like it's pretty <laughs> easy to see he's like you're gonna need to go get some x-rays so i'm like ah man so i go down there yeah <laughs> getting these x-rays and the guy's like comes back out i'll never forget this doctor in the er he's like Hey, so I got your images. Do you need me to set you up with a with a orthopedic surgeon? I was like, No, I got a buddy that's an orthopedic surgeon. I, I'm gonna call him real quick. And he's like, You have a buddy that's an orthopedic surgeon? I was like, Yeah, Pepper Murray. And Pepper's like one of, one of the very best surgeons on the whole West Coast and in the, in the United States of America. And I just I, I'm like, Yeah. I'm, he's and he just looks at me with this look. He's like, Oh, you're just gonna call Pepper Murray on his cell phone right now? I was like, I'm gonna try. And so I, I this guy's just looking at me like I'm. You know, yeah. Stop looking. <laughs> Look at he's just shaking his head. So I get my phone out, and I'm still sitting there. I call Pepper, and he had fixed a collarbone prior to that for me. And I call him. I'm like, "Hey, uh, Pepper, I'm I'm down here in Payson, and I, I I broke my collarbone." He goes, "Not the one I fixed." <laughs> and I was like, "Nope, definitely not. It's the other one." And and I was like, "Do you want to talk to this this ER doctor? He can kind of tell you what's up." And I hand this guy the phone, and he's like, "Uh, uh, uh, Doctor Murray." And Pepper, he's a great guy. He's just like, "All right, send the images over. We'll get you scheduled for surgery in the morning." You know, da da da. So we go back to Casey's house. I'm kind of in a little sling, you know. The next morning, prior to my surgery, Louis comes over for coffee, and I, I remember kind of walking down through the basement, and I could hear that he was outside, and I was like, Ugh. so I take my sling off because I was just going to kind of try to play it off, maybe just let him find out later. I don't know what I was yeah. thinking. I'm yeah. not sure, but you just didn't. You avoid it. Yeah, avoid so it. So I walk out there, and, and Louis, like he just like had this cool way about him, like not very animated or anything, but would just like always knew what was going on, and like I walked down there and. She's kind of standing beside him. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good. And I, I, I was kind of packing that wing, you know, and he's just like, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, right. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, just, we're just hanging out, you know, and he just, he reaches over and just kind of slaps me on the shoulder like that. And I, you know, I shy away. He's Absolutely. Like, What's wrong with you? I was like, oh, I just dropped my head. I was like, I broke my collarbone yesterday. No, 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 these dirt bikes. I got to go get surgery here in a little bit. And he just looks at Casey and shakes his head. He's like, 
you are stupid and just 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 walked <laughs> just out. walked away and, and i wish i could say that was the only time he ever did he, that he had a way of making you feel about this big you could say like one Little thing words. and it would bring you from six foot to one foot tall just like oh my <laughs> you know anyway the pepper fixed it and everything's fine but yeah still yeah. riding yeah i just i'm had, still here i just had surgery november 10th so i broke it for the third time in march and just never healed yeah yeah, it was a non-union. It was just I don't know. I've bone. got plates in both of mine, and and that's the way to go. I would say, because um, yeah. five to six weeks later, I was back riding. Everything right. was fine. Yeah, yeah. I already feel better, but you look better. Thank you. Yeah, especially in the collarbone you look, you look area. More stable. <laughs> yeah, boy, got some nice collarbones. Oh, right collar <laughs> look at that yeah. expensive ass collarbone. <laughs> is what that is. Yeah. Hey, dude, those scars though, man, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. I've had, I've only had four surgeries due to rodeo. Well. Yeah, four. The other two weren't technically rodeo. Yeah, I remember when I called bike. my dad and told him <laughs> that I, I was like, "Hey, I'm in the ER. Uh, I I broke my collarbone. Everything's fine. Nobody freak out, you know." And he's like, "I thought you aren't weren't riding today." And I was like, "Well, That's I was riding. Thing. I was riding up behind Casey's house." He's like, "Riding what?" I was like, "Uh, it was a dirt bike." And I could just hear him kind of get quiet. My dad, you know, he's he's not gonna say a whole lot, and he's just like, like those little dirt bikes of Casey's. And I was like. No, like a big one, like a four hundred, like with a with a shiny pop on it, real loud. Like I think it's. He just goes same thing, Louis. You guys are stupid. Just any, you need to call your mom. Just hangs up, you know. I'm like, oh man, this. He's right. We are stupid. One more collarbone after that, and then I sold the bikes. No one else been on the bikes. But you know, same thing. Back to what we were talking about earlier. Louis looked me straight in the eyes, and he's like, hey. This happened for a reason. Take full advantage of your time out, and you're going to come back better. And I've had three surgeries where I had to sit out, uh, and then one after that where I sat out for a full year. And I, no questions asked. I always come back better. I, God puts those things in your life at a time when you need to go home and maybe reevaluate evaluate what's going on. And yep. just you know, just it's just important to take advantage of the time that that gives you, and and make sure and come back better from it, and whatever yeah. whatever that looks like, you know. Did uh, answer your question? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> kind of a long I answer. Liked it, though. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Any more questions? Uh, what do they call you guys? The wolf pack? The, 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 the pride? The pride? What are they? When you guys roll up, what do they call you? I don't think we need a name. We don't have yeah. a name. Tilden yeah. and Casey. Yeah. yeah. I like they that. call you for a lot of interviews. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care just as long as they keep calling us. Yeah. Yeah. We don't care what they call us. Yeah. What, what call. is y'all's immediate plan? I don't. Did we? Did y'all answer that? What are y'all doing after? Like after we leave here? No, after. after <laughs> I have a pretty good feeling of what you're doing after you leave here. But yeah, what are you pantry. doing whenever you're done rodeoing? I've uh, I'm ready, man. I'm not ready to be done riding, but I've I've done some things, you know, to be ready when I'm done yeah. financially to where I can continue to live the life that I'm living now. And yeah, and that's what main thing, you know, when I was young, I, I talk about my dad a lot. But one thing he told me, especially my mom, find something you love to do and make money at it and. Yeah, I love this industry and I want to stay in it when I'm done riding bucking horses and developed. Uh, I have Power Pro CBD for a human line and it's doing pretty good. And then me and my brother are starting a new company called Ranch Hand Relief and it's oh, all nice. for uh, for animals and pets. And we have several dog treats, some shampoos for horses and dogs, and then we'll have horse treats and then we'll have some tubs and some feeds. Man, and it's all CBD based. Uh, pretty interesting where we will be the only company that will be university backed and and government funded man 
so. entrepreneur. I'm like totally it. endorsed by Tilden Hoover, which really makes it even better. Yeah. 100%. What? Number one salesman was in it? Texas. And you're mowing lawns, right? Nope. <laughs> 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 Maybe I might be back to mowing lawns. I don't know. Uh, uh, real estate. Well, me and Tilden, we're going to do some big things in real estate. Yeah, no, I, I've actually kind of been taking an online real estate class and it's something <clears throat> I'm interested in. And cool. Just like Casey said, I, I, I love rodeo and I want to be involved in the rodeo industry. Yeah. And I've I've been fortunate enough that the money that I've won over the last 13 years, I've, I've made some pretty good choices with it and i'm just nice. i'm just trying to take the money that i've i'm able to win right now and put it to work for me so that whenever i am done riding i have the you know i have a lifestyle similar to this i want to be able to spend time with my family i yep. want to be there to raise my kids and i want to do it in a comfortable fashion you know what i mean and yeah. so is whatever i can do to to make that happen that's what i'll do you know and it's uh i don't have a definitive plan i haven't started a cbd company or anything like that but according to bob tallman i'm actually a part owner of power pro <laughs> cbd i haven't seen it in any of the paperwork yet but uh, i'm still banking on that and uh yeah i'm there i'm their top salesman down in texas so if you're in texas you need some power pro some ranch and relief i'm your guy what, what's it called when you live with somebody for seven years Common law. Yeah. I'm, I'm, common I'm a common yeah. law. You're owner. a common law power <laughs> pro owner. <laughs> you get Bob to say it. I for actually seven have years. a really sweet endorsement yeah. deal with them too. I, yeah. I have a power pro sticker on my rigging, and okay. with that comes uh, a lot of perks. Mainly just one. <laughs> um, Casey gets my rigging for me every time after we ride. Okay. Pretty much ninety-three from the shoot. yeah from, from the, the strip and shoot, shoot and brings yeah. it back to my bag. So uh, it's monetarily it doesn't do a lot for me, but it saves me a little bit of energy, which I think yeah. I'm able to put into the next ride and, and therefore right. win more money. <laughs> I'm helping him be better. Yeah, God, that's hilarious. Everyone uh, should have a friend like Casey. Everybody, <laughs> it packs his rigging around for him. Uh, you, we usually wrap up. How long have we been talking? Uh, an hour. Yeah, we usually wrap up with life advice. <clears throat> Life advice? Yep. It blows everyone away. You yeah. guys don't have like some go to phrase? I do. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I'm about to. I'm about to. Yeah. I just, it came to me. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, keep God first, family second, work hard and do what's right. Bingo. See, that's good. Just because there's more wrong doesn't mean it's right. Always do what's right. Everybody says that, but just. I, I've not heard that before. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, why just I try. Do. Better I yourself every first. day. It's, I, you know, I compare my life to, to riding a bucking horse. Yeah. I really do. Uh, you know, as soon as the gate opens, as soon as I get out of bed, first thing I do, I'm winning. That's, yeah. I'm putting my foot down with authority and I'm going to start my day rocking and rolling and uh, give it my all all day long. And if yeah. I get bucked off throughout that day, if I mess up on a phone call and humiliate myself, say the wrong things yeah. for a I'm lot of money happened. or whatever. You know, gosh dang it, something else will come along. I have faith in that. I have, you know, the Lord on my side, and tomorrow's going to be a better day, and I'm going to get up and kick butt. Nice. What you got, Donnie? <laughs> Take a chance, Columbus did. Yeah. <laughs> saying that after all these guys got all this inspirational uh, stuff. I would say no is the second best answer you can have, since we're talking about bareback riding. Yeah, um, there's a, a documentary, rodeo documentary called Moon of the Desperados. And uh, Gary LaFue quotes Shakespeare in there. He says, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we often might win by fearing to attempt. And uh, and so it makes you think like, all right, I need to try these things. And I tried bareback riding 
And the answer is no. <laughs> I just didn't want to do it. But now I know. Yeah. You know, but like, you tried I, it and you're a better person because of it. You did yeah. something that normal people can't make themselves do. So right. that confidence that you take, it's probably like, honestly, bareback riding probably made you. I, I, of that, I have no doubt. Big and part of it. A big yeah. part of it. 100%. <laughs> but like, but even in sales, my uncle told me that. He's like, no is the second best answer you can get because then you, then you know. You know, when you hear somebody say no, then you know and you can move on. And it's like same thing with like when you try something in life. Like I tried bareback riding, the answer was no. It made me way more at peace with just bulls and bronx. You know, it's hard to learn a lot when you're winning. Like it's the setbacks that you actually learn yes. from. You know what I mean? And it's that's important to keep into perspective. Like you just can't you just can't win all the time. And if if when you lose, you let it just take you down instead of learning something from yep. it. You know. Everybody loves to win, right? Like, I mean, yep. that's that's pretty easy. But learning from your mistakes and learning from losing, that's how you really get better, I think, in my opinion. Yes. No, that's that's wisdom right there. Like, that's not that's not just something from a book, you know. <laughs> that's wisdom. Yeah, especially talking about the collarbones and everything. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So. Once you get some plates in your collarbone, you can do anything. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like we got wimpy collarbones, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to tell. I, I, I don't know if you can go in and just have them put a plate in there without breaking it, but yeah. that'd probably be the best thing. For a rodeo do. cowboy, if you're an aspiring rodeo cowboy. Yeah, like if you got a 14, 15-year-old kid at home, you know, take them in, have them put some plates in get their tandy. collarbone. Yeah. It's 20,000 20, per collarbone, but it's worth it's it. A, it's an investment in your yeah. future. Yeah. No, I asked Tandy that. I was like, so would my collarbone be more strong? He was like, it's a bone. It's only going to be so strong. You can't make it more strong. And I, <laughs> but in that spot, it would be more strong than it is now. Anyway, he he wasn't getting it. No. Yeah. Well, I wanted <laughs> I wanted him to pretty much say yes. You have a bionic arm now. And well, you do. I'm I, sorry that he's you. kind of an asshole. Thank you. Say that. Yeah, he's a little hard on us. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast. Check yes. out Power Pro. Check. It. Oh yeah. You want one of these? That's what you want. Yeah, I've seen the Ariat <laughs> deals. Uh, Trevor's, what's up? They made Trevor huge. <laughs> yeah, he ain't a very big guy. I haven't seen life, that. So I think he's pretty happy. With I think they problem. overdid it on Casey's arm a little bit. He does actually have a steel arm, but it's just a bunch of plates in his forearm from yeah. where he broke it. <laughs> I saw, this great shoot procedure. Like two days before the first one perf, time I saw it in a, in a group message. One time in shoot procedure, what? what, what all the four times I broke my arm was in the shoot one time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Another day. Another day, another podcast. No dirt bikes, though. Check out Power Pro. Check out Tilden. Check, check out Casey, all on social. Their names, at their names. And um, we're on to the next one. Pow, pow. Oh, yeah, the outro music.